the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a business coach for entrepreneurs and a meditation and mindfulness instructor. I teach you how to give less fucks and own your authentic confidence so you can launch and scale your purposeful online business and change the world. On this podcast, you'll hear from me and amazing guests on mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hey guys, welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. So glad you're here. I'm Leah, your host. Welcome to the show. I am excited today to do a solo episode for you guys all about working from home. So I know so many of you are working from home right now, whether you just happen to have a job where you work remotely or due to COVID you're at home. Maybe you're like me and you're an entrepreneur and you know, definitely I feel like for me, it's created some some loneliness, not gonna lie. And I did a poll on my Instagram recently and asked how you guys felt about it. And 100% of the people who responded said they also felt lonely working from home. So I know this is something that affects a lot of us. For those of us who are in the colder weather climates, as it's October year now, uh, it's starting to get cold out. This is making me a little bit cabin fevery, which I usually experience around like January. You know, like after the holidays, then I'm just like, oh, fuck, it's going to be cold for a few more months with nothing exciting coming. So I'm already experiencing that feeling. And uh, yeah, because I'm working from home now. So over the summer, I think it was a lot better because I was like out and about more. I was outside. I was like working on the porch. It seemed like a dream come true. And I've really had to catch myself a little bit feeling feeling kind of sad and really have to redirect myself to gratitude. And um I'm just doing some practical things too to make my life more enjoyable working from home. I'm also like a super big social person. I love being around people. I never actually wanted to work from home. That wasn't something that excited me about entrepreneurship to be super honest. I always knew I would kind of miss being around peers and coworkers, but obviously it's worth it to do something I'm so passionate about and to not have a boss anymore and, you know, the freedom and all the other benefits that come with entrepreneurship. So Now I'm just learning to adjust to this new way of life. And I wanted to do an episode about it because I know so many of you guys can relate. Okay, so I have five ways today that we're going to chat about on how to really stay energized and happy working from home. So to curb that loneliness, to make sure we're staying like staying physically active, things like that. So we're going to dive right in with gratitude. This is the number one way to maintain happiness in any circumstance, but working from home, no different. So the way that our brains work, as you guys know, we always want what we don't have, right? We always kind of, there's the grass is greener mentality, you know, Adam or Eve, Adam and Eve in the garden of of Eve or whatever, she, there was only one piece of fruit she couldn't have. That was the one that she wanted, right? This is how, how our brains work. It's why we like Go after that douchey guy who won't commit to dating us, you know, because he won't commit to dating us. And that makes us want him more. If you're listening, guys, don't be that douche. So we know this is how our brains work. I call this the curse of humanity. And it's it's us just wanting things just because they're out of our reach. Um, We see it with children. We even see it with dogs. Like your dog is playing with a toy and then you pick up a stick. He wants just the thing that you have, right? And same with with everybody. So we have to keep this on our minds that, you know, it can feel like 
that thing that we're seeking that um new relationship new car new job new title more money whatever it is that we're seeking that's not going to make us happy like those things don't lead to like oh essentially happiness they, they really don't we know that by looking at celebrities you know who've come out and, and spoken about this and said look i i did everything to become you know, this, this famous wealthy celebrity, just to find out it's not the thing. It's not what makes you happy. Um, and I think this is why there's uh, so much depression and, and drug abuse in Hollywood for one reason. Maybe another reason is because <laughs> if you follow, if you follow the news about the Illuminati and they're sacrificing babies and doing crazy shit, maybe that's why. But part of it too is imagine you're seeking and seeking and seeking and you finally win that Oscar and then you realize, oh, fuck. I don't actually feel any different, you know? And then it's like, well, what, where can I go from here? You know? So, so now that you've got the thing, it's like, oh fuck. Like now that I've realized those things are not happiness, what do I do? So we have to keep this in our minds. We have to make gratitude a way of life. Gratitude is the key to happiness. So making a daily gratitude list, whether this is part of your morning routine, something you do like midday, I like to do it right before bed. I have, I keep a list um, or I keep a notepad by my bed and I just jot down at night what went well that day. So in other words, what I'm grateful for, but what things went well, just like picking out things from the day that like little things that, you know, I even forgot about that. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that went pretty well. And it helps me stay in gratitude. And I find that when I do these things before bed and I kind of fall asleep thinking about that, I tend to wake up in a better mood versus when I used to, before I got into like personal development, I used to lay in bed and just worry. That's what I did. I worried. <laughs> and now I just like don't allow myself to do it. It feels so much better. So I highly recommend implementing gratitude, trying to make this a way of life. Another really good practice is uh, this is like a kind of a game you can play with yourself when you're anywhere. Let's say you're sitting at the dentist and you're like waiting to go in, play a gratitude game, like start to look around the room and find gratitude in everything and just, and just amaze, like amaze yourself with, wow, like the, I'm so grateful that we have, you know, modern healthcare, that painting on the wall over there is really pretty. Wow. Oh, look at these children playing over here in the corner, you know? Just like starting to notice things in your surrounding that you can be grateful for and just try to play this game whenever you can think of it. Or maybe set yourself reminders to play this game in any setting and allow yourself to really see the world for all the beauty that, that truly, truly exists in it. Okay, number two is going to be staying active. This one is, is definitely hard for me. Like I'm somebody, I'm not like a gym person. I enjoy um, body movement more than like exercise to change my body. So I'm more into, into moving my body because it, I want to feel good. I want to be healthy. I want to be energized. And I like to do that by going for walks. I like to do that by going hiking. And when it gets colder out and that's not as much of an option, I tend to get into a little bit of a funk and I have a really hard time motivating myself to like, for example, do yoga at home. I just need more accountability like I just do. So recently I joined a hot yoga studio, which has been so fun so far. And yeah, I feel like, you know, some people need the accountability of going to a gym or going to a studio or taking a class. Like what about taking like a dance class or um, kickboxing, just something new and exciting. 
But staying physically active, especially during the colder winter months, is so, so key for mental and physical health. When we're working from home, sometimes it can be tempting to like sit on the couch and watch TV or just like kind of lounge around and we're not getting the physical movement that our body needs. So if you're starting to feel down the dumps at all, this is so, so key. Get your booty moving. Do whatever you need to do to create accountability. You know, there's also ways to do that at home, like joining a home workout program that you pay for so that you end up actually doing it, right? Or hiring like a fitness coach, an online fitness coach. There's so many of those um, different opportunities out there. You could join Beachbody. Like there's just tons of ways to get yourself to actually commit if you're feeling like that's really difficult right now. Um, then the next one I wanted to talk about is scheduling time with friends. I have noticed that ever since I've been working from home, I'm feeling like a little less um, social. I'm feeling a little bit antisocial and a little bit of social anxiety, which is super weird for me because I'm just like a social butterfly. But even for me, spending so much time by myself and having my house be more of a comfort zone for me now I'm definitely feeling more inclined to stay home. So the way to curb that <laughs> is to bust out of that comfort zone, start scheduling lunch, lunches with friends. I'm trying to go to, to lunch with friends a couple days a week now. Um, I luckily have some friends who also work remotely, so I can sometimes get together and do work side by side with them. But even if you're going to go to lunch, like go to lunch by yourself, like that's better than staying home all day. Another thing you can do if you're an entrepreneur like me, um, joining a mastermind or meeting up with some internet friends like in the Zoom setting, uh, this is just such a good way to feel a little bit more connected to the community. You know, I think that some of my friends who work remotely but have coworkers, even if they just see them over Zoom, that makes them feel more of that like social connectiveness. And so I think like being a part of the mastermind is absolutely huge too to build connections with other entrepreneurs. You have that, those coworkers in a sense that you can reach out to that understand what you're going through that can relate to you. Um, and then you, you make friends that way. Like I have a couple friends in the industry that I don't know what I would do without them. And, and I met them through a mastermind. So it's a really great way to connect and just planning social events, you know, planning time, planning things with friends and family on the weekend, making sure that you like have plans to look forward to is going to be so, so, so key. Okay. This one might be my favorite. Number four, it's morning routine. You guys know I'm obsessed with morning routines. I ask every guest about their morning routines. I talk about it all the time. There's a lot of things you could do as part of a morning routine, and it doesn't have to take forever. Although one thing we can be grateful for working from home is we don't have to commute, right? So we do have some extra time there. If you have kids, it might be a little bit different because you're you're not going to have as much time um, because once they're up, they're up. But some things that you could implement into a morning routine, music, and maybe like dance or, or just, um, you know, intuitive dance moves or whatever you want to do meditation. You guys know I teach meditation. So if you're not already in the Mindful Academy, you might want to join us over there. This is a great way to build a meditation practice and learn to stay consistent with it. So in the Mindful Academy, it's my monthly membership program. 
And for only $27 a month, I'm teaching you how to meditate with weekly live meditation classes. I also give you journaling prompts. So every week you have a handful of journaling prompts about whatever the theme for that week is. And that way you're staying consistent, right? There's some accountability there. And also if you're like me and you a lot of times don't know what to journal, this is going to be really great because each week we're working through specific areas. So if you want to join us over there, I will link it in the show notes. You can head over to the show notes and join the Mindful Academy. I also love the app Insight Timer for meditation. It's my favorite meditation app right now. I think it's amazing. There's tons of meditations on there. So that's one of my favorite things right now. EFT tapping. So I, I've talked about this a little bit on the show, I believe, but EFT tapping uh, basically is a, um, a healing modality where you're tapping on the meridian points, like the points used in acupressure, acupuncture, and you're releasing through speaking out um, the thing that you're working on, right? So you would be a, do a tapping video on you know, self-love or overcoming self-doubt, for example, tapping on those points on the, um, the face and, and the upper body. And then as you're, you're releasing, and then you're going through affirmations as well. You're like affirming new beliefs. So my favorite resource for EFT tapping is Brad Yates on YouTube. He is amazing. You guys, I am obsessed with him. So he has like a million tapping videos. And if you search EFT tapping Brad Yates, and then any like topic you want to work on, you can basically find a video. So I will link that in the show notes as well. You have to let me know if you try this and you become a fan of it. Shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at candid.confidence. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you think. I'm so into this and I love helping others uh, make it part of their lives as well. And then journaling. So journaling, you guys already know I'm obsessed with, with it. Free writing, like in the morning, I'll generally free write anything that's coming to my mind. I just write it down like a stream of consciousness. I really try to clear my mind in the morning, especially if there's any self-doubts or fears that are coming up or things I know I want to journal through and work on. But you could also make gratitude lists. I mean, there's so many things you can do with journaling. What I would do if you don't have a morning routine is pick one of these and decide to implement that into your morning and, and start with that. Sometimes people tend to want to like start with everything and implement everything all at once. And that just doesn't feel as doable. It, and when things don't feel as doable, our brain will give us excuses to stop doing it, right? So when we're setting goals, it's really important to break them down and just pick things that are super achievable. So maybe make a goal to meditate um, five days a week, Monday through Friday in the morning, you know, for five minutes, like make it super, super doable. If you already do one or two of these things, try adding a new one and, and just like pick one and decide to commit to it and see, see where it takes you. I talk to people frequently who say, I can't meditate. I have no benefits from it. Um, I got nothing out of tapping. What I find is that most of the time, these people tried it a, a couple times, right? They tried it for a week or they tried it for a few days or they tried it twice and it didn't work. Just like anything in life, we're going to have to give it a little bit more of a chance than that. So if you're somebody who like struggles with meditation or, or feels like it doesn't work, like it doesn't, you're not going to like magically meditate and like, you know, go into this otherworldly experience the first time you do it or the first handful of times. I want to say when I started meditating, I think I did like three minutes a day. Like I kept it super simple. Sometimes I would do more, but I did a minimum of three minutes every single day. 
I want to say it took me a month to a month and a half of straight up daily meditation to be able to actually feel like I was meditating. So when you're actually meditating, I'm quote, I'm doing air quotes that you guys can't see. You're going into a different brainwave state, the theta brainwave state. And that's going to feel, I'm trying to think of how to describe it, otherworldly, like you're just like in a different zone, but it doesn't happen right away. So give it a chance. Like you, you wouldn't go to the gym five times and, and not lose any weight and give up, would you? Like don't do the same thing with tapping or meditation or journaling. We got to stick to these things and commit to them because they do work. Maybe they're not for everybody, but one of them will help you, but you've got to, got to, got to, got to give it, give it your all and, and stick to it. It's also keep in mind that when you're doing something new and out of your comfort zone like this, and the same with working out or a new routine for, you know, eating healthy or whatever it is, your ego is going to give you all the reasons to stop because it doesn't want you to do things out of your comfort zone. So when you're having those thoughts of, oh, I don't really feel like meditating today, or mm, I don't really want to go to the gym, or maybe not, um, you think of these reasons not to, do a little check with yourself and see if that's your ego just trying to keep you comfortable and just trying to keep you from doing something different. It, it, it's alarm bells go off in our brain when things change. Um, so we have to keep that in mind and decide like, is my desire to do this or is my desire to take a day off, right? And do a little check and see which, is it coming from your intuition or your ego? Really feel that out before you let yourself off the hook. Okay, number five, getting dressed. I am a huge believer that clothes change our vibration. I, <laughs> okay, so I know women hate bras, right? That's like a thing. But I like feel like kind of sloppy without a bra. Like if I'm in the morning with no bra on and trying to like do things or whatever, I just don't feel right. And I like to put on a bra and like, believe me, the bras I wear, especially when I'm working from home, are not the kind with like underwire and like, you know, they're not uncomfortable. They're just like a very thin little, almost like a sports bra, but more like casual. And I just feel more put together. I feel a little more structured. And so anyways, I did a poll on my Instagram asking if anyone could relate to this. And actually 50% of people who responded said they could, they got where I was coming from. They were like, yeah, I feel sloppy without a bra too. I was shocked because I thought like almost everyone was going to say, are you crazy? Like, no, fuck bras. Right. So I think some of you can at least relate to what I'm saying. Like, and it goes the same for, you know, if I'm wearing like pajamas from the night before or sweatpants or like clothes that just don't make me feel pulled together. I feel a lot different when I get dressed, which normally involves like cute yoga pants or like, you know, joggers that are like cute and comfortable. And then like some type of a shirt, like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, but like, it's, it's not like something I would sleep in. It's like a little bit pulled together and a bra. <laughs> And like, you know, do my face like I, you know, put on lotion in the morning, actually, I use oil, but and I like typically use like eyebrow pencil and occasionally mascara, right, and put my hair up or do something with my hair. It makes me feel completely different. So if if you can relate to this at all, which if I really feel like some of these things will help um, with that feeling of like laziness, get yourself changed into clothes and decide that that's going to help you lift your vibration. And um, 
you know, you could even take it a step further and like dress cute, like cut a cute sweater on, maybe some jeans if you're really feeling spicy. You know, if you're going out to lunch with a friend, like get dressed up. Like we feel better when we dress up. We just do. Okay, so those are my five tips. I hope these were helpful. Give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. If you love this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot of it. Share it on your Instagram story. Tag me. I'm at candid.confidence. Um, let's spread the word. Let's help others who are feeling lonely working from home. Give them some of these tips to work on. Give them some motivation to, to get their booty moving in the right direction. So, so appreciate that, guys. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you haven't already. Um, if you really love me, you could leave me a five-star review or a, a rating um, and just help us spread the word some more about the show. Okay, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week.